Ho, ho. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. (laughs) (laughs) She did not warn me that we were going to be doing that. But who are you? I'm Ashley. We're Santa and Mrs. Claus. And this is Santa and the Helper, Elf. This is Season 9, Episode 10, the one with Christmas in Tulsa. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, boy. (sighs) So. Shake my belly like a bowl full of jelly. Yeah, so Chandler is going to shake his belly all the way to Tulsa for Christmas because he said they have paperwork that needs to be done by the end of the year. Um, Yeah, I was thinking that too. And he's like, oh, we just have a lot of paperwork. (laughs) Like, what? This sucks. I mean, I guess I could see if it's like we have to have all of this stuff like filed and accounted for and all these like all this like data needs to be done by the end of the year so we can like so we can like close out the reports on it i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't i was just i kept watching this and thinking like i wouldn't do this but then i'm like if it was like the early 2000s and this was my like good paying job I'm not going to just be like, no. Like, yeah, it's easy enough to say that, but like everybody has crappy parts of their job. Sometimes yeah. it is. I don't know. I wouldn't want to work on Christmas, but I suppose if my company told me that it was just like a one-time thing, depending on what it was, I can't imagine why they'd ever need me to do that. So I'm not that important. <laughs> uh, but I suppose people aren't just like, no, thanks. I'll quit instead. I mean, well, you know. yeah. anyway. Um, but yeah, they... Monica actually makes that point. She's like, you don't even like your job. And he's like, no one does. And everybody's like, oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's get like enough the first dinosaurs. time he realizes. They're all um, like, I can't wait to go back to work. I love my job. And he's like, oh, I thought I thought everyone just hated their job. And that yeah. was how it worked. Yeah. Isn't that funny when people just think things are normal? And they're like, oh, it's not. Oh, weird. We don't. We don't. All, you yeah. Can consider it from a different perspective. Um, but yeah, so. Also, Phoebe uh, recites the night before Christmas and tells <laughs> Joey she it. wrote it. <laughs> you wrote that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're in Tulsa and Chandler is, is giving the great news that even though they have to work on Christmas Eve, um, they're going to get uh, a bonus – and oh, a present a present and a donation has been made in your name to <laughs> the new york city ballet oh um, that would be if and if you were in tulsa and your new york overlords were a making oh, you work on christmas mm-hmm. and then b like your present was that they donated to their own hoity-toity ballet oh, oh my god yep yep, yep i had yep, a really yep. hard time not just calling in sick for by the way <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. But, yeah, so, so begins, well, and then we've got Selma Blair guest starring in this episode as Wendy. I do not like her energy. No, it's very snaky aggressive. Very aggressive. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... 
So she steals a ham from the insurance company and um, basically they're just so but what I'm seeing here is not a lot of work getting done just a lot of sitting around and complaining so I'm like let's get this done y'all let's go home um, you know like let's let's get the show on the road so um, then they start going through all the Christmas episodes of Friends forever well, yes and it starts with wendy saying if you weren't here what would you be doing yeah right so then there's every episode <laughs> you guys have seen it the end you guys have seen it the end <laughs> um but do you have a favorite i'm sure we've talked about this before but do you have a favorite christmas episode actually i know what yours is we What's have mine? About this before. Yours is the one um, with the uh, the cookies. Oh yeah, the one with all the candy. No, no, no. The one with oh. the little girl has to sell the cookies. Oh yeah, the the Christmas cookie. Um, have I said that's my favorite? That is a really good one. Yeah. But is that a Christmas Which one was episode? your episode? I think so, because then at the end, it's Night of the Living Dead Christmas Trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why you like it. Which one is your favorite one? Is it the Holiday Armadillo? Um, no, I think I like the one with the, the candy. Candy? Like- yeah. <laughs> is that one a Christmas one? Well, it's like holiday. It's not like on Christmas. It's holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I also love the one where... Wiper blades. <laughs> yeah. I love the one where um, they look for the presents. Mm. And Monica's like, do you think I would really hide presents Dear under losers. the couch? Dear losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one is pretty oh, good. It's um, so funny. These are all good. I, 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 you know what? I do. I, we hate Eclipse show, but I do appreciate this Christmas medley. Monica, yeah, but there's also Monica, a lot of like, um, yeah, that's a good one. There's also a lot of not Christmas things involved because Monica or Chandler starts to reminisce on him and Monica's relationship. So it's like half Christmas reminiscent and half relationship. No, that's true. Reminiscent. I'm saying I like I like the Christmas reminiscing. Yeah, I could do with more of that. Yeah, I just don't think there's a lot of it, honestly. You know, um, not a lot of Christmas episodes. Yeah, because they don't have one every yeah. season. Um, no, they don't. And even They're when they do, and it's kind of like vaguely a Christmas episode, you know? Interestingly, yes. maybe or maybe not, this is the final Christmas episode. So season mm-hmm. 10 doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. There's also some seasons where they kind of combine. Like I think in season one, they combine Christmas and New Year's and it's like where phoebe meets david yeah they don't they always do thanksgiving but of all the other holidays are not guaranteed right yeah interesting interesting um but yeah so they're kind of like going over all the christmas things and then yeah so because like Wendy she does have weird aggressive energy does she steal the ham before or after the Christmas medley 
She steals it at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So she, which is very weird. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, like the people on level three were having this holiday party, which also, why are you doing that on Christmas Eve? Like, let these people go home. But right. they're having this holiday party and it was so fun and everybody's having a great time. And I just got so mad. So I stole their ham. But then she just dumps it on the table. So she's not even planning on eating it. She just, now there's ham on the table, which is weird. Um, and yeah, so Chandler, oh, this is such a bad position for him to be put in, but like has this little reminiscing thing. And then at one point is just like, do you know what, you guys just go home. I'll, I'm going to yep. do this myself. I'm away from my family anyway. I'm just yep. going back to a hotel room. Yep. Um, I will stay here and do this. And that sucks. But like, to me, it is also kind of like, I don't know if it's the mark of a good leader or not. Because, you know what I mean? But it is like, I'm going to take the sacrifice. You guys go be with your families. And I, yeah, it's good of them. It is really. And it's like, it's a good point. Like, he can't get home, but they can. And so, like, you salvage what's left of this night. um, Yes. And finish it. But also, it stands to reason, if he could do it all on his own, I just have a lot of organizational questions about this company. Well, he probably couldn't do it all on his own. He's no, just going to do as much as he can. But I do feel like if you would have seen this coming, wouldn't you be like, okay, you guys, we're going to have to work on Christmas if we don't get this done. So let's just yeah. pull some late nights leading up to Christmas so then we can be done by Christmas Eve. And if there's anything left to do, like I can just stay and finish it. But like, yeah, we've no, got but, four days. Let's also, just do it like, all. If he could finish a lot of it by himself couldn't they have not made him come for christmas or like let him go home on the 23rd you know like i don't know it just seems like a lot of people sitting in a conference room (laughs) complaining (laughs) well i'm I'm assuming that the reason he had to go out there in the first place is because it's disorganized mismanaged Mm. and not productive so i'm not surprised that it's still disorganized mismanaged and not productive yeah i guess that's true um but yeah, so he sends everybody home except Wendy decides to stay behind. Um, and when Wendy decides to stay behind, just then Monica calls and everybody's wishing Chandler a Merry Christmas. And um, so they're just kind of talking and he's like, Oh, now it's just me and Wendy, and Monica, like, starts to get jealous. and <laughs> That's a girl's name. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I know. And is she pretty? Um, answer faster. <laughs> answer better. <laughs> My gosh. Um, and then it's like, oh, was she the runner-up Miss Oklahoma? And so it's just kind of, like, adding to... I love when she's like, okay, well, I'll let you get back to the second prettiest girl in Oklahoma. Yeah. She's like, well, you prettiest the that prettiest year <laughs> of oh all the girls gosh. in Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> they're like, Chandler, stop talking. I, I feel bad because like, Monica, I mean, Chandler was just doing this to Monica two episodes prior with Richard. Yeah. And so I don't really blame Monica for being sensitive yeah. about this. And it's like, okay, so you were – in this conference room with this woman and you know you're why isn't she with her family on christmas and you're just going to go back to your hotel room like it's just all very i wouldn't love it either i probably wouldn't i i don't know that i would react like she does 
on speakerphone but no no it's not great but i know that like he says like it you know being apart a lot like it kind of gets to you it starts to get hard and lies creep in and you know a lot so and you're just frustrated and you take it out on the person that you miss which is ironic but that is how it works it's like I'm just frustrated I'm not with you and so then you end up spending the time that you are together well in this case they're not together but yeah like the spend the time that you are on the phone with each other is like arguing because you're frustrated yeah Yeah. I've seen that a lot you and Ben did some pretty decent long distance like I thought you were, you were tr- gonna be like you and Ben argued a lot. It's <laughs> like wow, you and Ben really airing it out. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't know that you did, but if you did, I guess we could talk I don't about think it. We did. Um, but mm-hmm. like <laughs> you traveled for work, so you were gone Monday through Friday, kind of like Chandler, as we talked about that. So like you've done this commute, um, yes. for a decent amount of time. It was like over a year that you did that, maybe closer to two before he moved down to the mount where you used to live. Um, and then he was in Spain for a really big chunk. I was going to say, so, so we're actually, he moved to California for three months. You guys just don't really like being in the same place at the same time, I guess. We're just very independent. So we had been dating for three months and then he moved to California for three months. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So we did that little stint. Yeah. And then, um, I, then he went to Spain um, for another three months while I was living in Auckland. And so that was another kind of like short term, long distance. Fine. Um, this was all when he was, for those listening at home, um, when he was a winemaker and you've got harvest seasons and they're opposite for Northern and Southern hemisphere. So it's really common for people from the Southern hemisphere growing regions like South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, um, Argentina, Chile to go do the Northern hemisphere, U S and Europe and vice versa. So, um, yeah, so, so it wasn't uncommon for him to go to California, go to Spain, but then, so those were two short term, long distance stints, but then he moved to Gisborne before Mm. I was doing the commuting so that's right. I was living and working in Auckland and he his company shut down. Well, it changed ownership and it fired almost that's everybody. Right. He had kept his job, but he was so over it by that point and it was like so dead end that he was just like I can't do this anymore. Um quit and was like I he was just really really over Auckland as well, so he's like mm-hmm. I want to go live somewhere else and try something else. And I'm, you know, wasn't going to stop him like yeah I didn't want to be the reason he was like resentfully staying in Auckland so he moved to Gisborne and when he did that there was no end date it wasn't a short term it wasn't this is only for a year it was my job is now in this city which is a four hour drive away it was only like it was like less than an hour flight but like you know not flying every weekend to go see him um and it was like during season, it was like really full. Like they work seven days a week during the harvest season. Um, so it's not like he could like come visit me every weekend either. Or even if I did go over there, like, you know, during certain times he'd be working like seven days a week. Um, so that one was trickier. And he was like, I think he was talking about buying a house. And I was just like, if he buys like, a house, um... like he's never going to. And And I get it. Like you can buy a house and then sell it or buy a house and then like rent it out and move away but 
I, I know Ben. And I was like, if he buys a house, he's going to have, he's like basically planting roots there and he's going right. to have a lot less reason to leave or mm-hmm. it's just going to like be a lot more complicated and take a lot longer for him yeah. to leave. So like, even though he wasn't telling you, he wasn't actually trying to like tell you he wanted to break up. It's like, it would be hard not to think that like, well it would just be like okay well your life's out there and mine's here and I'm not moving to Gisborne it's this like tiny town at the end of the world with no jobs for me yeah um yeah so it's like okay we have to be on but yeah but we have to live on the same planet you know yes and so so then when I was doing my traveling um for work he was actually already living in Gisborne so it was much of a muchness to him um Mm -hmm. but then Eventually, I moved down there, and then he moved down there. I guess then I started traveling to Hamilton for work while we were living together in the Mount. So there was that time when he was, when I was like away for the week. But Mm -hmm. at that point, I had decided that I wanted to move back to, we'd both decided like, okay, we're moving back to Auckland. And then the job that I got was an Auckland-based company, but they wanted me at their like regional branch that's like an hour away (laughs) and so I was like oh for crying out loud so I was still like gone Monday through and I guess we did that one we were living in Auckland and I was traveling down to Hamilton I I was at that job for nine months was it that long yeah yep it was nine months all up nine or ten and so we did do it for a little while there yeah yeah where I was like going back and forth um it didn't feel like nine months and maybe it's because like we I like the first few months we were living in the mount and then we moved and then whatever but um but yeah it was it was and so I don't remember the point of this whole story oh yeah I know you just have to like maximize your time together I think is the point yeah we are no strangers too long distance if anyone wants to talk about it you are more than welcome to call me or message me and we can talk through it I think it really does depend on who you're trying to do it with both parties have to be cool for it like cool with it and super open to communication and super open to like telling the other person what they want and need from them by communication um and so there is going to be a lot of like you hurt my feelings because of this and like not taking yep. it personally and getting defensive, but just course correcting. Yep. Good advice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where did that voice come from? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Monica and Chandler are just having a little bit of a, I don't know, wires crossed, jealous, you know, but but Wendy overhears this and Chandler being like, well, one, probably not good with women. So he doesn't really see the harm. No, but he's like, oh, she has this idea that something's happening with us. And she's like, would that be so bad? Um, and <sighs> like tries to make a serious pass. Um, uh, yeah, she's and, she's hitting on her boss. She's like groping her boss is what's happening. Yeah, his, her married boss. And he's like, whoa, I'm married. And she's like, so am I. Who cares? And he's like, no, no, no. I'm happily married. So then we start to, you know, then we hear Chandler kind of being like, no, she's amazing. And she's beautiful. And, you know, she was right. How did she know that? You know, this yeah, I like happen. it when, when she's like, well, you know, she's really paranoid or in this case, 
exactly spot on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, she was spot on with this. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah. So then Wendy asks a question that is so stupid because it's like not up to him. Yes. Um, Yes. Then why are you here with me? If you love your wife so much, then why did your job make you come do your job? (laughs) And why did I stay here when you sent me home? Yes. Like. You know, and so we do not like Wendy. This is not. We yeah, are not can you about tell? Wendy. We hate Wendy Club. <laughs> yeah, the We Hate Wendy Miss Oklahoma Club. Um, <laughs> and so then we kind of see some Monica and Chandler flashbacks to London and, you know, Chandler figuring out how to propose and, you know, the one when they're like, planning the wedding and she's like I think we should spend all the money on the wedding and he's like yeah me too I'm putting my foot down and um, oh and oh and he's like I you know we were gonna move out to the a little house and have a cat bell and a a boy twin girls and a boy and oh so cute so cute um and then we kind of and then get hooking to, up in London. Did you already say that? Yep, hooking up in London, doing it, doing it, phone, doing it. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we kind of go through all the reminiscing Vegas, blah blah blah, all the happy moments. Oh yeah, Vegas. That's Shenan- right. Mondler. Mondler. We didn't. They didn't flash back on the um, proposal, did they? Or did I just black it out uh, again? I, so I, I did. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Which is interesting because that would have fit here quite nicely yeah but I think it was more like I don't know what I think yeah they just they just didn't do it yeah um but then they come back to the real apartment and they're opening presents and we've all got kind of our typical you know Rachel opening a scarf and saying she's not going to return it right now and <laughs> um you know we find out it's snowing and and Monica is still stuck on Wendy Wendy um she's like yeah let's talk about snow instead of where my husband is having sex on a copy machine um, I don't know why she's be like Chandler has given her absolutely no reason know, to feel I this know. way. I know that she doesn't trust Wendy. Yeah. I think she's just doing that thing where she's like, she's just wallowing. Yes. Yes. And she knows it. Do you know what I heard the other day? And I haven't fully like processed this. So I don't know if I agree with it, but I'll bring it up here. Okay. Somebody I'll said, tell you if you agree pain. With it or not. Okay. Thank you. Pain <laughs> is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I think that can be true and it can also not be true. I think this is a good example of where it's a choice. Like Monica is choosing to like make things up in her head um, and like put herself through this torture that's not real, you know? Um. Yes. So I think that can be true. I do not think that is always true. 
Yeah, I don't feel like it's always true because I don't know if the point is like it's a, he he studied like whole body well-being and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of and I, so I don't know if he's trying to say that like even in like ex, external physical painful situations like you can kind of choose your how your mind responds to it. I don't know because I was just like there's some situations mm-hmm. where I'm sure that's not true. Um, but yes, in this one, I think Monica is choosing to let herself wallow and be really, cause, cause she's, I've also, I guess, um, speaking back of like Ben and I's long distance, um, when he went to California, we hadn't been dating for that long. So I was kind of a little bit just like, well, you know what? Like we've been dating for three months. He's going overseas. Let's just like, there's really no obligation at this point. So like, Mm If it doesn't work, then I don't really have to see him when he comes back and yeah. is what it is. But it did work. Um, and he was a great communicator. And But then for some reason, when he went to Spain, I just got really oh, nervous that he that. was going to meet somebody over that. there. Yeah. And it was like so – like it was out of nowhere. There was absolutely nothing he did to make me – this was before he left. So it, there was nothing he was doing or had done. It was just some irrational fear that I had. And like, so I kind of understand where like Monica is just like, it's, it's come, it's not, it has nothing to do with how Chandler's acted or behaved. It's just got in her head Mm -hmm. and she's, she can't shake it. So I guess I do understand that. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't act like this. Talk to him. No, you were just worried. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for some reason it got in your head that he was going to meet someone else. I don't know if you guys hadn't like. I don't know. Like, we were exclusive. Were it was like an, a year and a half into the relationship. Yeah, but I feel like I don't remember. There was something, but you were just, uh, we were just, yeah. I was like, you just have to talk about it because um, there's only one way to yeah. know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I totally get why Monica's like, wait, you're there alone with her? Like, I didn't think that was the deal, you know? Like, that catches you off guard, and you're like, I thought this was, like, the whole team is working. Now it's just you and the second prettiest girl in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, And so you start to kind of spiral from there. Um, So I do get it. But, like, her being, like, or my husband's doing it on a copy machine is, like, now we're just really taking liberties and spinning up tall tales. Getting real tall over here. (laughs) um yeah so yeah but then miracle of all christmas miracles chan chan man walks in yeah well so it starts snowing which is so pretty so pretty and they're like oh so beautiful and then in walks chandler yay and uh he's like you know I came back. I missed you too much. And Joey's like, no, no, but like, who'd you miss the most? <laughs> I love, who'd you miss the most? Monica. And, and he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, she asks the pertinent question, like, I thought you couldn't leave and they'd fire you. And he's like, well, they can't fire me because I quit. Um, so Chandler quits his job. But it, I think it became very clear to him that – like it was not fulfilling as everyone else is like oh yeah I love my job my work is super fun super yes interesting. 
So having yes. that in your mind, then being away from your friends and family over the holidays that you have no control over it. So you're not fulfilled. You're being forced to do something you don't like. And then you've got this, this vixen trying to <laughs> be all up in your business. This trying to ruin this your harlot. marriage. Which is like the one thing marriage. that is going well in your life. Right. And when she asks like, why are you here with me instead of with your wife? He was like, you know what? Good point. And he leaves. Good point. Second prettiest girl in Oklahoma Good that point. year. You're pretty. I'm out of here. You are a hussy. Um, but yeah. So he quits. What a power move. I love that. Yeah. Um. Quit your job. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I love that my friend he steals the donation and spit in your name. Oh, yeah. like, I don't have <laughs> a job. I don't have a job. <laughs> my friend Leland said that like whenever, um, so she took some time off to have a baby. Um, mm-hmm. I think her son's like almost two. So she's like um, back at work now. But she said that like whenever friends talk to her and are like, oh, my job is just like soda. She just said that she was always like, then quit. And she's like, I realize I'm in like a different place than some people, but she just yeah. <laughs> keeps telling everybody like, yeah, you should quit. Definitely quit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but um, that's funny. But yeah, I think you're right. Like Chandler hasn't liked this job for a long time. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go to Tulsa in the first place, but didn't really feel like he had much of a choice. And then it was like, it was kind of like the final straw and it was all those things came together. Like, yeah, he just thought that nobody liked their job, but it was like, no, actually everyone else does. So you don't have to be living in that misery. And then it's like, these people don't care about you and they're making you work on Christmas for like to crunch some numbers. Like that Mm -hmm. to me is ridiculous. Um, Yep. And, and so like. So what did he do? Just like call his boss and say like I'm quitting effective immediately and then like get I on a plane. So. I love that for him. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I love aspire that to one day do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have I you guess, ever like is that quit what... without notice? No. Um I don't I, I think that's illegal here cuz um I've got I've got uh like a notice period like you have to give 2 weeks. But what are they going to do? Arrest you? Uh, I think you withhold your final paycheck. Like, there's probably, like, a financial well, sure. um, penalty. Um, in So I think in America, it's two weeks notice. In New Zealand, it's four weeks notice. Um, but there are um, exceptions for, like, if I do something that, like, grossly breaches my contract, they could mm-hmm. just be like, sorry, hon, like, we're mar- you're gone today. Or... If I take a job with a competitor, you get put on what's called gardening leave. Have you heard of this? You told me about it, but it sounds yeah, really it's, weird. It's if you can get it, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, so you like get like, paid more because you yeah. sold them out and went with someone else. Like I don't understand. Yeah, so it's like if you go work for so this actually happened recently to my boss. Um, she was quite high up at my company. And she went and told her boss, hey, I've accepted a job with the competitor. And so company policy, and and it's not true for all levels. Like if you are like an intern, they're probably just like, okay, great, see you later. But like at certain levels and all this stuff, it's, I don't know, actually, I did see it at like a very entry analyst level at a different company. But basically policy is that they have to immediately take 
all of your access to company materials away, but still, um, so that you, well, yeah, because they're not, they're not legally allowed to just be like, okay, well then you're fired, no money, whatever. Cause you're allowed to like, go get like you're allowed to work other places. You're allowed to quit and go get other jobs. And, um, and technically it's, you're supposed to have a notice period and like, you didn't do anything wrong. So the company can't legally just like fire you. I guess if you're an if you're if you're an at will employee, then yeah. it's probably very very different. Mm-hmm. But that they don't have at will in New Zealand, and so mm-hmm. it's like, well, you didn't do anything wrong. You just decided you wanted to work somewhere else, which is like very very much allowed. And they can't just stop paying you as like punishment. So and you also can't they just have go to- start your new job. No, you can't start your new job. And I think that That's is because. Weird. I think it's because that is a little bit of protection for your current company. Because mm-hmm. if you immediately go start your new job, you can probably be like, all right, here's what they're working on. But it's like if they have at least four weeks, it's kind of almost like they've got four weeks to sort of like figure out before the competitor is going to be able to like get all the inside secrets type so thing. Weird. There's probably more to it that I'm not aware of. But yeah, so so my boss um, said that she was going to go work for the competitor her boss, who is a chief um, executive, not the CEO, but she's on the executive team, um, came down and had to be like, okay, you need to hand me your laptop. You need to log out of your laptop and hand it to me. Hand me your company phone. Hand me your ID. Like, what else do you have that's company materials? Um, like, And basically, like, I need to like watch you grab stuff and like make sure you're not taking anything IP wise and like escort you out. Like she had to walk her down to her car and like escort her out of the building. Um, And it was fine. Like it wasn't, nobody was like, she wasn't like mad or mean about it. It's just like, that's the policy. Mm -hmm. And so she was just doing it. And she's like, you know what? She was like, she was a good honor. She got a really great job at the competitor and it's a really good role for her. And I, she'd be silly not to take it. It's unfortunate for us, but she's like good for her. And all that other stuff was just so. Then my boss, um, basically, I think her contract was like six weeks notice period or something because mm. she was so high up, or two months, and so she just gets paid, and she's not allowed to work. And so it is almost like they're paying you to not immediately go to the competitor and share yeah. all the like all the secrets and all the That's logistics. Wild. And so it's called gardening leave. So you basically just get paid to sit at home, which is incredible incredible i aspire to it <laughs> nobody wants me but I'm trying. <laughs> no one's offering but i'm like sure is does anybody want me to i got secrets over anybody, here who's paying anybody, anybody? <laughs> i know lots i know lots um yeah that sounds great i'll take one gardening have name, you please. you've have you ever quit like i quit and like walked out the door yeah yeah i for sure did Ooh, um, tell us I worked, so I moved to Nashville to take a job and for like basically doing marketing for a movie, and it was an eighteen-month contract. And it was Betsy's been spring. dead for ten years. <laughs> yeah, so I moved up here in January, thinking it would start in the spring, and in March they were like, uh, "It's not happening. All the funding fell through. You know, whatever." So I had been not working. I had been. Oh, no, I had. I got a job two days a week at a little breakfast restaurant just to keep busy and, like, not dwindle my savings. But I wasn't looking to, like, have a real job because I had one lined up. 
so I started working at this breakfast place. But then when I was like, oh, okay, so I need to, I need to resume being a full time person. I basically took the first job I could found, which was the temp job for the business department of a hotel company. Business and department as in like business account, like business travelers or like you trying so to drum up more business? Neither. Like, oh, it wasn't accounting, but we had a lot to do with like bank deposits. And um, oh, yes. So what was really strange about this is my entire department, we were on like a big floor of a high rise. The entire floor was technically a nonprofit because all the work we were doing was non-revenue generating. It, that is so weird. Yes. Not nonprofit that is like creative. Not like in the way that not like, like a, a nonprofit gets to be status. a nonprofit. It it still okay. has some benefits, but not like a regular. It wasn't like a 401c3. <laughs> but it I was had, gonna say it, that is it does not have cool a special it, it has a special like tax status. Um, not the same as a regular nonprofit, but basically it was different because the entire department basically is just like business functionality of the inner workings of the hotel company, if that makes sense. Yes, but that's how companies work. They have they have right. departments that make money and they have departments that right. cost money. That is called right. the cost of running a business. That right. is so and weird I'm sure, to me. I'm sure most companies are set up like this in some way. Um, I've never heard of it, but okay. Well, I mean, I also... Actually, I take that back. I have heard of it. Okay. okay. Never mind. I'm with you. Okay. So I'm not lying. Okay, good. So anyway, I started working for this hotel company, but it was technically a temp job, but basically with no end date. And right. I was like, whatever. It pays. Fine. So I would come into the office. So Ashley, you don't make fun of me, but you giggle at me because like I, like even yesterday, she was explaining how bonus structures work. And I was like, interesting. Okay, so it's like percentage based. That's, that's a such cool a way to set it up. Cool way of and she doing was like, that. <laughs> okay, so that's like really normal, but I forget that you don't speak corporate. So <laughs> so yeah, I mean like I've never really done the corporate thing. I've never had a four oh wonk before. Um I guess technically You haven't? No. Well, technically the last in house job I had, they rolled out four oh one Ks like halfway on like I worked there for like two and a half years. So like halfway through that, they rolled it out, but they weren't matching anything. And I already have from be from freelancing, like we already have like, I don't know which one it is, but like a Roth or an a IRA. Roth IRA. Basically like, okay. yeah. Basically we have whatever the equivalents of like what most people have in-house, we already have those accounts set up and can contribute to them accordingly. I see. So, so they weren't offering you anything you didn't already have. Yes, and it just seemed like one more thing to if they were if they were matching I would have done it, but because there was no reason yeah. to, I was like, "Eh, I've already got my like retirement situation going on." But yeah, neither Matt or I have ever had a 401k, which is really funny. That um, is so interesting. I know, I know. Um so yeah, so like I don't, you know, really know corporate things. And so I if you guys met me, if you worked with me, you know, I am a hard worker. Yes. I am a hard worker. Can vouch. Happy. I am happy to get the job done. I actually find a Renee lot of like, hustles. I hustle. And I am very happy to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Does that mean staying late? Does that mean coming in early sometimes? Like, I'll do it because I'll, I want to get the job done. This job, I had to show up at 8. I had to leave at 5. I had to take a 30-minute break for lunch, unpaid. 
I had to take two 15-minute breaks that were paid. They couldn't be attached to my lunch or the beginning or end of the day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is supposed to – like, that's how it's technically supposed to go. But usually if you work in an office, nobody cares. Like, if you do shift work – I know it's weird that they cared. They cared. Because, like, if you do shift work, I get it if it's, like, no, sorry, like – you're you can't just be gone for an hour like we have to kind of figure out like who's going to be on the floor or whatever with customers sure but if it's just like you're going to take an hour lunch break like literally who cares well and it wasn't just even that it's not that I had a problem staying and being there during those times it's also that I did not have 40 hours of work to do I had like maybe Ah. 10 so even like the beginning of my day there was something I don't remember exactly how it was but basically like there was something with deposits like from each I think there are like 15 of these hotels and -hmm. every day on pacific time they would make the deposits into like one account and I had to do something with them but I had to wait for the deposits to come in it didn't come in till like 10 30 in the morning so from 8 to 10 30 I had nothing to do literally nothing to do. I was like, can I like organize a cabinet? Can I like help somebody else? Can I file things? Can can you give me like an activity? Because I am sitting here. I can't read a book. I would listen to music. That's the only thing I really could do. And like our computers didn't can't have like, anything on them. I wasn't online. You know, can't nothing. Like go get a coffee. Nope. I had to be there. So I for two and a half hours every morning and then I would get the work done in like before lunch. And then oh there was one gosh. other thing I had to do like kind of in the afternoon but it didn't take me long either and so literally I'm talking about like three hours a day of work maybe um and that's probably on a day where it was really complicated and something went wrong and it took me longer but like it was so boring that sounds like mind numbing yeah it was so I was miserable because I was so bored and I was like can I help somebody can I like you know I'm surprised I didn't give you like why wouldn't they give you it was so buried (sighs) in corporate levels that they were like, well, we have to get that approved. Oh, we have to make sure that X, Y, and Z and oh, this person honestly, and that person. And that is it was so stupid. It like, was so stupid. If somebody doesn't have a lot of – like if somebody is, like has free – like let her help with something else. Why oh would gosh. you have to get I was that like, approved? I was like all clean storage cabinet. I don't care. I just need something. I reorganized the fridge in the break room like once a week. Um, I would like throw out expired stuff and like wipe anything down if it spilled because I was so bored. Um, and so I was so miserable. Like I was dying inside. And one day I used to come over to Matt's in the morning, not every day, but like some mornings I would come over in the morning and have coffee and before work. And I was just like dreading going in. And he just looked at me and he was like, if you hate it, you really should quit. And I started crying. I was like, I felt like I needed somebody to give me permission to do that. Not him Aww. per se, but like I'd never quit before. You needed to and hear it. Yeah, that I you were did. To quit. Like, and I think I needed to like even see it from someone else's perspective that he could see that I was miserable. You know? Yeah. What's yeah, yeah, really yeah. funny is that was like a big chunk of Matt and I's dating relationship. I worked there from uh, like April to August. And there's so much I don't remember from that time because I was so, like, bummed by working there. You don't remember from you and Matt dating? Yeah. Aww. Just, like, that whole period of life, I just was, like, bummed out. 
Um, but yeah, so I just walked in and I, he dropped me off and I quit and then he took me home. (laughs) Didn't you say that, um, that they were like, wait, what can we do to make you stay? Can we do this? Can we do that? Well, they did that. So I kind of tried to quit once before in May. I'd only worked there for like a month and I was like, this sucks. And so (laughs) Matt and I booked a trip to Vegas with his friends and it was like, we booked it on Sunday night and we were leaving Monday night. And I was like, well, this, I guess this is me quitting since I'm not giving you any notice and I'm taking four days off. And they were like, no, 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 don't quit. Just go on your trip and then you'll be refreshed and then you'll come back and it'll be great. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, okay, fine. You're so like, I did oh, that. Fine. And when I came back, everybody was like, is it true that you came in and demanded that you be let off for the four days? Like all these tall tales had been spun <laughs> that I had like made major demands on the company people were people were calling you mental mental (laughs) mental geller (laughs) mental geller so i had already done that once so when i came in and quit the the second time they were like yeah okay we understand um but yeah so you that's the only time i do that day that you quit i don't remember um I think I had also just gotten a little bit of freelance work. And so I was like, okay, I can make this work. Yeah, cool. I can understand for you, especially why you would have such a hard time quitting with something without something else lined up because you have never not had a job since you were 14. Mm -hmm. At least one, if not like three to five at a time. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, Renee is an immigrant out here taking all the jobs. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. She's not an immigrant. She's born here. Um, but, but I will take your yeah, jobs. I just and your man. You will. You, t- you, you will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Steelian. No. Um. I could. I could see how that'd be really tough because, like, you just yeah. You you like to work. You like to work hard. <clears throat> yeah, and I think there was also something too like, what you know, I'm not really like a big complainer like I'm I know I do complain but I can usually like figure something out in a situation to just deal and I could not figure anything out here so it felt like this weird dilemma I was like I've literally never been so miserable because of my circumstances and I've had way worse things happen so like what is so wrong with this job you know so I was trying to figure yeah. it out and get over it. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it was just soul sucking. I mean, and that's the thing is it like I went and worked l- at a coffee shop and I was so ecstatic about life. It was amazing. I loved it. It it is um it does take a little while to realize that, right? Because you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I just need to get used to this. Or I just yep. need, let me see if I can. And you, there's constantly like the dangling hope of like, it will get better for some reason. Yep. And yep. like, obviously not if you're not doing anything to make it better. But like you, you know, when you're like, okay, I'm complaining about it, but like, I'll try some stuff. Um, But I, you were and nothing was getting any better. And it was just, yeah, more and more soul sucking. So very glad yeah. that you we're able to get out of that. I was just thinking I've quit twice. Mm-hmm. Both times it was companies I really liked, but once was because I was moving to New Zealand and once was because I um, had a better offer elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it bummed me out both times, but I was like, I'm saying no to something good to say, you know, so I could get like for the possibility of better. And it's hard because I, I really liked the places I worked. But both times I get, I was like, how much notice do you want? I want to make this super easy for you. Let's like, how are we going to do this transition? Like I gave like more than my required notice period. And then once I was fired, no, wait, 
Oh, no, no, no. I quit there too. But they basically pushed me out the door. Sorry, I forgot. I thought I got fired from the middle one, but I didn't. I quit. But they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) They were they were basically like, oh, are you sure, sweetie? Okay, just hand over your stuff. Like they were pushing me out the door. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So because I was going to say I was like, oh, we've both quit and been fired. But no, sorry, just you. (laughs) Can we laugh about it yet? No. Can we laugh too soon? Uh, we can laugh about it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that was definitely their loss and their fault and not That's at right. all having to do with you because it was your whole department. That's right. And I signed something that says I can't badmouth them, so we'll leave it at that. You did? I mean, when you signed well, a severance didn't. package, no, I'm just that's kidding. what you signed. <laughs> that's true. It's true. You didn't. So I buckle did. up, people. No, that's right. Um, beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, beep. We'll it's crazy. It it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so Chandler, anyway, Chandler quit. He done. Yes. If I was Chandler and I had quit and like went and got on the plane, that would be like the best plane ride ever. I'd be like, yeah. give me a beer. I am relaxed. Although I guess he could also be. It, it doesn't seem like he spent the whole plane ride super stressed about what he's going to do next. Because when they when he gets home and they ask him, so what are you going to do instead for work? And he goes, I have not thought this through. Yeah. Um, he clearly he was just kind was of just running on adrenaline. So excited to just get home and see Monica and be not miserable and have his soul sucked. Yeah. <clears throat> She's just below me. She did what? <laughs> below me. <laughs> oh, oh Monica. I don't have a job. Oh, I just, it feels so liberating and I'm very proud of him for doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. Okay, well, guys, thanks that's for... that's kind of it. That's kind of it. That's it for the Christmas in Tulsa. Um, next week, speaking of work, Rachel's going to oh, yeah. go back to work next week. It so, feels so soon. It's it funny that so Chandler doesn't have a job, and now Rachel does have a job Yeah, again. I mean, it's been 11 weeks in the season. So... Oh, okay. You know, standard three-month maternity leave... Mm-hmm. probably about right even though technically she's a little bit longer but we won't get into that right now um yeah well they gave her extra because her boss tried to buy her baby right well and she voluntarily <laughs> goes back early that's true yeah that's true because um, of gavin but we'll get into it next but week. we'll get into it next we don't have to talk about it right now we'll talk about it next week so we will see you guys okay. then thanks for being here bye bye, bye.